All right, here we go. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Better. I am the vibrant and healthy Dr. John Duffy, and with me is my co-host, the slightly ailing Julie Duffy. Hi. Hi, honey. I think I'm getting a little cold, and that's John Slee's favorite thing, um, <laughs> I, I, to be I, in a small room with someone who is under the weather. You know how sometimes you're at the airport and you see people walking around with surgical masks? I so get that now. I used so to wish you that, had one right now? Oh, my God. I'd kill for one right now. I totally get it. Yeah. I mean, I want to just gargle with hand sanitizer, and it's just gross. It's gross to be around Sorry. some people. It's all right. It's not your fault. I don't blame you. No. we. I Yeah. So I, I think I picked up a little something. We went to Georgia's graduation party last night, who was on our podcast. Oh, yeah. You can listen to Georgia. Um at a podcast station near you. Yeah, and um, so it was so fun. Our friends, the Doherty's, um, had this amazing party. And, um, yeah, there was a, uh, several times where um, I wasn't quite sure that was my glass that I was drinking out of. Ew. And most of the time I just went and got another one, but I don't know. Who knows? That, yeah. that makes me uncomfortable like you Sorry. wouldn't believe <laughs> Um, that was a very fun party. It's been a very active weekend. George Duffy also oh, yeah. moved into the city of Chicago this weekend. George is grown and flown. So we're an empty, empty, empty nesters. Super empty nesters. But he's actually staying at home tonight. <laughs> yeah. No, he said today. Actually, actually, it was cute because... It was a soft close. It was a soft close. No, he uh, has to... He has a work dinner near us tonight and then has to return their training site. Accenture's training site is in the suburbs. And so he has a work dinner there tonight. The interns are starting and then he has to be there again tomorrow. So it just made sense for him to stay at our house. So, but he was texting. From now on. Yeah, tonight. (laughs) So tonight, but he was texting today and he said, actually, I might not have to be in St. Charles tomorrow. I said, oh, are you going to stay here tonight? And he goes, yeah, I I think I'll, I'll, I I have to go into the office, but I think I'll stay at home. And I was literally like, here because now I don't know what home means. But he, uh, yeah, but so he, home meant, he did mean Lagrange. N- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we we've not really allowed any sadness or any feelings of any kind to sink in because mostly we've been at Target. Oh wow, we spent so much money at Target. Um, no, the thing is, Saturday we moved him down, and it was such a successful. Day and we got him all set up in his kick apartment. Kick-ass apartment, apartment great kick-ass, and like not there's not a better location, um, like Armitage Sheffield area, so fun. Excellent roommates. You got yep. Sam. You got his cousin Jack Duffy moving in about a month or so. Yeah, so great place, great, so fun. So our goal um, is to set up our own new chapter, as exciting as his. Exactly. Yeah, we're so excited for him. Exactly. So. As an awkward segue goes, let's talk about food. <laughs> let's talk about our messed up cultural relationship with food. Yeah, so we thought of this um, because I was at Hit Locker on Friday. Um, and this is not nothing. I love the Hit Locker. And actually, Zen, who owns it, is going to be on in a few weeks. But um, so I go to this place to work out. I love it. It's a guided workout. And my trainer, who I love, Holly, was asking everyone what they had for breakfast. And she, so she was talking to one of the gals and I think she must've mentioned, um, oh, I went that she was downtown, had been downtown the night before having 
Uh, I think she said I had Chinese food, and I, I mean, I, and I'm hearing this secondhand. Oh, so you had Chinese food and you had ice cream? That's okay. You work hard. You deserve a reward. And I was like, what? That's so messed up that 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 is a reward. Exactly. You know, that that's just a dinner with her daughter in the city and with ice cream Fred for, at Jenny's ice cream and um and you know why I think we have this kind of we have a messed up um and it's kind of it's kind of an an American thing I think for you sure. know you know we're talking last week on the podcast about you know the, the how the French approach sex education um and and there's something I think similar about the way the Europeans approach food and dining and eat they eat you know they they eat fresh ingredients and they 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 eat meals and they don't work out and they and and we have this you know Saturday I ate half a pan of brownies but Monday I'm not gonna have any carrots because they have too many carbs right <laughs> so our bodies are confused and we don't really and... get anywhere no no it's true. What were we're the most overweight nation on earth, right? We're out of shape and we're, you know, we're eating these massive McDonald's meals that used to be teeny tiny meals a generation ago. Well, also, yes, but I don't know. Yeah, there's that whole supersize me thing, which I think is very American. But even when you're working out, when you're conscientious, we have all these gimmicky, you know, keto diet. Now there's this um, intermittent fasting and there's just all this stuff that is just not balanced it's it's gimmicky it's not sustainable and i think it has a what do you call it zero net <laughs> yeah it's a zero sum game it's a zero sum yeah, game yeah yeah it's just messed up that that's what my head cold um head you know, that's how articulate I can be right now. <laughs> <laughs> Julie is suffering a bit of But a I stopped cold. and wrote it down because I was like, what is this? What? Why do we do this? And actually, the mo- one of the most um, vivid, perfect snapshots, you know, kind of aha moments I had about it was that um, it was an animated movie, like over the hedge or something about the hedge where these little animals, they think they're in the forest it's a cartoon, and they realize they're just on one side of a hedge, and the other side is a subdivision. But they watch the giant SUV pull in, and the lady, you know, get the groceries out and eat Doritos, and then like, you know, get on the treadmill in the house. And it just made us. It it just showed me how ridiculous yeah. we are. Yeah. <laughs> like, we eat this weird stuff, and then we, you know, run on a treadmill in in the house and. Well, and we want to, we want to, like so many issues in life, we want to approach food in some pragmatic way, ignoring what really drives so much of our feeling about food. It's emotions, like, and, and they're usually ancient, ancient scripts that we're carrying about food. And, you know, because um, a lot of pe- kids were shamed about food and people ca- carry so much negative energy and emotion around food. So food isn't just like something to enjoy and sustain you. Food is something to feel bad about. Food is like, oh, it's okay. You deserve a treat. Well, that was a thing. But like, still underneath like, there's a little level of judgment, yeah, right? Like, it, you know, that that, right. if this were a different day, you shouldn't do that. Right. Have Chinese food and ice cream. And we also, you know, you know, we were talking about how when 
when people go to dinner, and I, I think women do this maybe more than men, but maybe, I don't know if that's true, but where you eat, you know, while you're eating the pie, you're talking about how you shouldn't be eating the pie, and, right. you know, I, I can't stand that. And um, Paul Lucas actually talked about that, too. It's like, just eat the freaking pie and celebrate it, you know? Yes. And it's not really a thing. A piece of pie is not really, um, you know, going to ruin your life or your body no and and, and the, <laughs> i think it's more the thinking about the thinking that it will that that is going to actually definitely <laughs> no and, and paul would say you know go for balance go for balance like you know have the pie and then like eat sensibly the rest of the time but don't diet i mean paul and i talked about this i think not on the podcast we were just sitting in this room but we were talking about the efficacy of the word diet, whether there is any use to that word. And the word itself suggests deprivation, Yeah. right? It suggests like, okay, I'm going to do this, but it's unsustainable because you're telling your body, I'm not giving you what you want. And so you might be able to do that for a week or two or a month or two. And I've known, I've, I've worked with people, I've known people who have been able to do that. And then there's the slingshot effect. And it's like, damn it. I lost 50 pounds. Now the 50 pounds are back, you know, like, and this is my life now. And I'm upset about it. And I'm judging myself about it. And I hate myself for it. And it gets to that point, right, where it's like I, I'm I'm so upset about food, about my body, about the way I look and the way I feel that I'm, I hate myself. Yeah. It really does come to that. Yeah. I don't know what the answer is, but I, I, I know it's not all this craziness. When I showed up, you said, oh, my God, I talked about food all day. I talk about food all day. Oh, I mean, oh. You know, I talk virtually every day in most sessions, food is an element of it because food is emotional. It's deeply emotional. It, it, carries, it carries ancient shame from childhood. Oftentimes, you know, um, boys and girls are shamed for their bodies. And it's not just like you're too heavy. When I was a kid, I was super skinny. So all I wanted to be was heavier. I mean, in the weirdest way, it was it was this counterpoint to me, and and I remember my my parents toiling over things to stuff down my throat. Oh that we, yeah, you know, what I, mean? I remember my mom like trying to make milk. They had it in their heads <laughs> that if you eat late, this was gonna then it would stick somehow, and so my mom would make me a milkshake at night, massive. Oh, that's cute. Milkshake with. Et, raw eggs in it. Oh wow! Yeah, and I would drink that. I would drink that at night. Wait, did that? Did, did that? Did you know there were raw eggs in it? Yeah. Was it good, or did that gross you out? No. Okay. No, I didn't. I didn't Was know it, from grossing out. Had broccoli been on yet? We had that kind of thing where. You know, we would have that powdered milk and mixed oh, right. it with our milk. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were, we were. It was like the depression in our house. Like nothing. <laughs> we had that actually. Yeah. So you know, like no, it didn't gross me out. I just drank the shake. I liked the shake. I I didn't gain an ounce from any of that. You know what I mean? Like nothing ever happened or changed as a result of that. I don't know why. I think I just had this really crazy metabolism that like wouldn't. It wouldn't. Just, it wouldn't work. Yeah. You know? um, but. I think unless we understand our emotions around food and what drives those, whether they're ancient, whether they're new, the degree to which we judge ourselves, which, man, I don't know anybody who doesn't judge themselves around food. So that idea of that's okay, that's probably comes from her own script about something. You know what I mean? Like there's always judgment well, right. going well, on around well, food. Right. Well, she's she's in a certain role and she's a trainer and we're talking about, you know, um, you know, we do 
check-ins. What did, what did you what did you eat? You know, what have you had before class? What are you going to do after? Make sure you get your protein. You know, so um, I think it's our our culture. I don't and and it's it, it is not it's not working. And it, and we're we all are um, really susceptible to the messaging. We all because that's the biggest right. The biggest industry there is is selling a shortcut. No, yeah, to for weight sure. loss. Yeah. Or, you know, there, how many more? How many articles can you write about you know losing ten pounds and ways to lose ten pounds? And it's always a new thing. And I don't know. There's there's so many storefront workout facilities now. They're popping up everywhere, right? Orange Theory, Hit Locker, workout like in Lagrange. Um, uh, I can't remember something for women. Something workout for women is like two doors down from oh, the Hit Locker. Oh, there's, there's 15 storefronts and in the Grange that are Core Power committed. Yoga and um, Yoga by Degrees. And oh, I, there's a million. There's a Pilates in the, just in our little downtown Lagrange. Right, right. Um, well, and but getting back to what I think is the core of this, I think I think this is a lot about how we think about ourselves. And food is unique because. Like, you know, if we drink too much, we can stop drinking alcohol and we'll survive. But food you have to have every day, right? Yeah. You, 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 so it's something you have to find a way to regulate for yourself. And a lot of us in our young lives in particular, but sometimes in our lives now, it's the one element of control that we have. So sometimes a lot of life can feel all – if you think about the nature of the eating disorders – uh, ask anybody who works in depth with people with eating disorders, anorexia or um, nervosa is what I want to say. Uh, <laughs> bulimia? <laughs> bulimia. Yeah. And, um, and they'll tell you uh, this has an awful lot to do with control. And it's very powerful to be able to control what you put in your body or what you don't. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of power in that. Well, right. And on that note, a lot of us feel powerless, you know, or we have, we have this story that we're not in control of that, that we're, you know, that that takes, you know, you, you need help with that and you need, you know, a tutorial about that because you're, you left to your own devices are not going, you know, right. You, yeah. you, you can't manage that. And maybe that, that, that's part of the problem, which probably is why that stuff manifests or why that those, those yeah. disorders come into play because culture i i think we've forgotten to trust our bodies you know because our bodies are really good at telling us time to eat something um and i i noticed like for me um i will go so i i have this weird job where i eat very in very funky ways i i kind of have to squeeze it in where i can which is not the most healthy thing to do but every once in a while i'll be like man i could use a steak so my body's telling me I'm iron deficient. Right. I mean, seriously, that's literally what, what I'm hearing. And then I, when I get that red meat in me, I feel like Superman, man. I feel like, okay, there, I'm back. I feel fortified, you know? And so our bodies are pretty good regulators. They're pretty good at telling us when to eat, when to stop. It's our minds, honestly, that get in the way. So if we can understand and control the emotions around food, then I think were then I think we can get on a better path. I know what you're saying, and I I don't know where if this is going anywhere, 
but but also the me- it's the messaging. I'm eating this yogurt. This is really good for me. Oh no, it's not. This is dairy. It's going to make me bloated. You know, I think a lot of it is what we we we're so the messages are so confusing. Yes, that it's it's a so you can take something that so is, and I actually kind of I've thought about this lately. Um, is it making me bloated? Is it? Is it for sure? It, right. Infl- the power it, of is, is it inflaming? Yeah. This freaking 160 calorie Greek yogurt. Is this screwing me over? <laughs> but it, 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 seriously, this is it. Yeah. And or you know or gluten. It's so funny too. Like this is how gullible we are. You know they'll have on uh, I don't know carrots. Gluten free, right? I yeah. mean, they put that stuff because they know, oh, that's the big, that's the bad word. No, that's, that's the bad phrase, word. Right. So I'm gonna put on this watermelon. It's gluten free, so you buy it, and then we just go, oh, awesome! This is gluten free. I can eat this. Anyway, anyway, I don't know what the answer is, but well, um, we stumbled upon something 15 years ago, maybe more. Um, some Oprah-ish guy wrote a book called Body for Life, right? Oh yeah, and um. And effectively, as opposed to all the other models, the guy said, here's, here's what happens. The, the animals that are the leanest and the healthiest and the strongest, they eat a lot. And they eat about um, as much protein as they eat carbs, and they eat all day long. They graze. Grazing is what you do. So you don't sit down and you don't gorge yourself. You eat five or six meals a day, equal amounts of protein and carbs, and that's that's his eating plan. That's it, right? Yeah, it was it was like uh, protein the size of your fist, uh, healthy carbs the size of your fist, and then I think the you can have the veggies too. And yeah, eat eating several like five or six times a day. And that a lot of that that is that stands a lot of a lot trainers, of diets. Yeah, uh, go by that method. But that's sustainable. Eat, I mean, yeah. that, that's the kind of, like when when I eat like that. First of all, I can't eat as much as the dude wants me to eat. Right. And um, and I feel energized, which is and, and I feel light and energized. And built into that is six days a week. You're moving somehow, right? Yeah, you're yeah. either lifting or you're running or you're you're doing something so that you sweat a little bit. And that's it. I mean, and so maybe some of this is like screw the messaging and listen to yourself and listen to your own body. To me, that that's the thing that made the most sense. That's my. Bellwether, Julie. That's my bellwether what? for health. Is, Wait, what is, is that again? Huh? It's kind of a touchstone. Bellwether. It's a lodestar. It's a it's a northern light. Wait, s- what the body for life thing? Yeah. Well, and that is, I, I, I guess, I mean, that's kind of a diet too, but it's not. It, it's it's a way of eating, and I hate it when they say way of life. That's, but um, yes, and we actually we we kind of. Do eat that way, yeah. And and the thing that's cool about his methodology is, I'll just finish that thought. Is that one day, you know, Saturday Sunday is just like whatever, eat whatever you want, right? You know, and don't even think about it. But but the other feeling you get about it is to the Paul Valukas point. If on Tuesday night you have a brownie, 
you're not screwed. You're not off the wagon and starting at ground zero. It's like Wednesday, start over, whatever. You know, like it's it, you Even come back. Start to it. over is like a just come back yeah, to it. You know, like yeah. reset. It's no yeah. big deal. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like life is life. Enjoy it. You know, like if, you, if there's a party on Tuesday. Go to the party on Tuesday and have the fun. You know what yeah. I mean? Do the fun thing, and this will you'll catch up to it because your body works that way. One part of it, too, is that we're never really happy with the way we look. We want to be skinnier. We want to look a little bit better. We want to be in better shape. We want to be 5 or 10 pounds or whatever pounds skinnier. We're never happy. And that's, that's, that's messaging, too, right? I guess that's... Can what? I call you out on this a little bit, though? Haven't you said you can't be too skinny? Um, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can be too skinny. But, um, yeah. We're, I mean, listen, you can call me out on it all you want. It's not I, – I, I, I didn't make that up. That's not my – that's not my – that's our – that's messaging, too. Right. You know, it's um, – you know, I look – I look cute now, but gosh, if I weighed five pounds less or 10 pounds less, and or when I do, that's, I'm going to be, you know, really. All right. So if we're talking going. about body image stuff, let's, let me play a counterpoint out with you here for a second. Um, so you are, you've made no secret of the fact that you like the Kardashians, right? And when I think about like Kim Kardashian, I don't think real thin, I'm picturing there's some ample parts to Kim Kardashian, right? right? Um, are, are, do you think maybe we're changing this a little bit, or do you think now it's just a more unrealistic body image? It's more, it's more insane to be thin and have a booty. I don't know what is real and what isn't. Oh right, but that's right. Some things are not real. They don't. I don't think they help that uh, the body acceptance piece. I think we've come a long way, but I don't know if a lot of us still don't always wish we were a little bit thinner. <laughs> I, I don't know if we, I, honestly, I don't know if we've come a long way. I, I actually, in my experience, I feel like we are, it's getting worse. Well, I think okay, more so, so, people just, are dissatisfied. Um, when I started this job, men were not, and boys were not particularly dissatisfied or focused on body image. Now, Every bit as much as girls and women, for sure. Well, to the degree that there are um, like plus size models and you know a lot of plus size um, fashion options, like that is that has changed recently, um, where fashion designers are are designing for all body types. Yeah, what do and, you make of that? That's true. In fact, a friend of ours has our our friend oh, yeah. Brooke has started a business. Where she what effectively is curating um, designer clothes for plus size. Yes, yeah, well, size ten and up. So yes, yeah, and called she co-edition. Like yeah. nice clothes, yeah. not just like yeah, yeah, really fashionable, darling options yeah. for all body types. So that is on. Um, That's about body acceptance. Yeah, That's so, not about so, changing. So not all, and and even on like I love. Um, Project Runway, and they have plus size models now too. So it's not all just like st- starving you know, six foot women wearing all the clothes, which doesn't help. But I still don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I still think everybody wishes they were something that they, you know, a little bit 
that their arms were skinnier or their arms were more fit or their, you know, something would be something was different. I totally agree with that. Actually, I, I think I think everybody wants their body to be and look different. Everybody, and I mean, like people who look amazing are not content with their bodies. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. Yeah, and so which which does suggest like our messaging is so bent. We spend a ton. We spend so much time on it. We think about it all the freaking time. Well, I'm thinking now of um, our, our, we've talked about our friends, Chad and Tiffany, who have a lake house up in Wisconsin. And um, one of our favorite characters ever is Doug. Doug um, lives near the lake house. Um, Doug is a, he's one of these guys, old school guy who knows how to put things together, take things apart, build a freaking house. Like Doug can do things. And the idea, so I will go running down the road and back. And Doug will be like, you know, what 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 are you doing, yo? You know, you, there's a car that'll take you right over there. Well, uh, well also, he, he's he, uh, Doug is just one of those like working guys. Like he gets up at five in the morning and he, you know, I don't know. His does... point is, if you work with your hands and with your body, you don't have to go to a gym and run on a treadmill. Right, he says right. that's absurd. Well, Why would that, you spend time doing right, that? Right, and it, which it, right, is, is interesting and enlightening, but not everyone has that opportunity, you know, in just their daily lives to like be chopping wood and clearing forests and, right. you know, building pole barns and building tree houses for his kids and, um, I you know water skiing and whatever. Right. I I think the big the point there is, and Doug's kind of maybe a cartoon given the the nature of things today. But there is some more organic way than what we're doing, right? Yeah. We're, we're we're doing something artificial, right? Because we're drinking plastic shakes and building plastic bodies, and you know everything's kind of we're cr- trying to create some illusion and facade. Uh, all the way through social media, from our actual bodies to what we're presenting to the world. And we want to be different instead of like, so there is, we all talk this good game of radical self-acceptance, but does anybody really do that? I get the value in that for sure. But yeah, I, I, I don't, I think most of us just always want to change something. Well, I think that's true, but, but that's probably not the right it's not. vibe, right? So that's part of it is honor the body that is carrying you through this life, right? I mean, that's no small thing, right? You're I sometimes I stop. And this is partly I'm going I'm going to wind a little bit here for a second. Partly having a father and a brother who have passed away. And I I'll either be running or just sitting and thinking about my honestly about my body, about my organs. I think like my heart's beating my chest. That's insane that that's happening. Like there's blood flowing all the way to my fingertips here. And I'll like, in, I've done it here in, the, in this hallway, just run up and down and think like, this is insane that a body can do this. I, my brain can tell my body to run down the hall and back. Right. And my lungs are taking in the air and, and exhaling the carbon dioxide. It's, it's so cool. What a system, man. And so... I don't think we marvel at the machine very often, but no matter what your body looks like, it's fucking unbelievable, man. <laughs> like, right. You know, right? It is. It is unbelievable. And um, 
and you know, just like every once in a while, I just think about like those guys, my dad and my brother, and I think like I can run because those guys can't, and I like I run in honor of them, and I move in honor of them, and sometimes I eat in honor of them, and so part of it's just honoring life and body, and maybe it ties into the erotica. But what was the eroticism? Eroticism, which is kind life of just force. life force. So no matter what, your body holds your life force, you know, no matter how your body looks right now, you know, so it needs fuel somehow, right? It needs fuel to keep that life force going. And just think about what you know the best fuel is for that life force, Yeah. right? Yeah. And there's something organic that we know, and it might be different for you than it is for me, than it is for whoever's listening, right? But... Um, I know what it isn't for me too. I know when it's like, ugh, I feel so gross. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we, we kind of, we kind of do have instincts about this stuff if we're willing to listen to it. No, no, we do. We do for sure. If you think I'm going to eat this yogurt and it's It is going to make me feel amazing. It's going to be great for my body. It's fuel. It's good for my digestion. It's, um, it's protein, you know, I think you're going to have one result. If you think I'm going to eat this yogurt and it's going to cause inflammation. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, then, seriously, oh, that's I'm, I'm going to feel bloated and sick and tired. And we get mixed messages about everything down to carrots or apples, carbs, those are carbs. You know, apple, fruit. No, you can't have fruit. Can't. I read that, recently bananas, like hard no on bananas. Yeah, I'm what like, the hell? You know, like, and you just picture like, I don't know, monkeys seem healthy. You no, know seriously. I mean? like, <laughs> seriously. 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 So maybe this is just a, a little call to think it out, think it through. Use your comp, use your own, listen to your own inner voices about this stuff. And if you feel like you're depriving yourself, that's not going to work out. That's not going to work over time. Well, I suppose if I had a closing thought, it would be about considering the emotional elements of food, but also considering that your body is that life force and you want that life force to get the fuel it needs. And you do need to move. People need to move their bodies. So uh, enjoy your meal. And enjoy your food. Enjoy your food. This is better. We will talk to you next time. Yeah. Love you, honey. Love you, honey. Feel better. And please, for God's sake, oh God. sleep in the guest room. Nyquil. <laughs>